Hey, welcome to another episode of Bible Besties. It's me, Alex. And me, Lorne. Look at all the enthusiasm we have in this room today. I'm excited. Hey, we're your Bible Besties. And Did you know? You might be listening to this episode, and if you're listening to it while you're in the city of Houston, then you might come find us. You could find us in like the, what is the thing called? Interaction Center. Interaction Center at the ELCA Youth Gathering. Did you use the words right? Yes, I did. ELCA We're Youth Gathering. Points if you're everywhere. in Houston right now, if you're not in Houston, thanks for listening. Thanks for if listening. If you are in Houston right now and us. you're listening, then come to like whatever conference convention center and find us at a booth and we'll autographed your iPhone. Oh my gosh. I'll sign right on the screen. I'll sign right over the thumbprint scanner. Um, hey. 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 It's Bible time, buddy. It's Bible time. It's Bible time, buddy. Without further ado. We're recording in my office today. So if you don't notice the air conditioning hum, you're welcome. Hey. Welcome to my my neighborhood. Hey. It's hot in here. Uh, let's get back to the main task at hand. Okay. So last time I checked, Lauren, give me an update. Last, last time, time I checked, we there was ended a flea from Laban. Uh, the story had continued. Jacob and his two wives they ransacked their uncle father's house, Laban's house. They stole his gods and they got out of town. It was a big family feud, and that was Genesis thirty-one. We're picking back up Genesis thirty-one, verse twenty-two. Laban has now figured out. That his household gods were stolen. His daughters Golf, are gone. His, 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 his son-in-law slash nephew Jacob seems to have left town. And he is mad. Outrageous. So he is out to get him. He's he's on the run. Going, you know, on that dusty trail. Well, listen, you don't need to set the stage. I'll set it for you. Why don't I try the storytelling, Lauren, for once in this endeavor? I'll tell you the story. Yeah, I guess I tell the stories a lot. I guess... You've been getting a little ahead of yourself, Lauren. Well, then go ahead. You, listen, it goes something like this. There they were, hitting the old dusty trail. Wait, that sounds like what you said. Okay, no. So anyways, they vam sprayed, and Laban is so steaming mad because he's found out that all the sheep are gone. He done run off with them. He figured that it happened, but he gets home, and my goodness, some... Some youths have broken into my house and tipped over all my fine goods and and ransacked my kitchen and drank all the alcohol. And oh my gosh, are those... They wouldn't have. No way. No way would they do that. And they check and guess what? The bowling trophies are gone. The bowling trophies are gone. His baseball cards are gone. All of his old tapes are gone. They're gone. The things he cherished most in the world have absconded from him. And he's like, that tricky little man. I thought he was nasty. Kicks Dan Dan. He's like, what? And he's like, let's go get him. So they get a hunting party together. They're out to chase him. There's no way he can get away. Especially with Isaac having to take all those ding-dang kids. Jacob, I'm sorry. I said Isaac. Jacob having all these ding-dang kids. They're moving at a slow click. They got to keep stopping so he can go to the bathroom. They got to keep stopping because they want McDonald's and all that stuff. So they they catch up. Laban finally like descends upon him and is like, Where you think you're going, little buddy? And he goes, well, uh, 
we had an agreement. I was done. And he goes, you're going to just slip off in the night and not let me kiss my daughters and grandchildren goodbye. And he goes, good Lord, man, we've been leaving for weeks. I, if you didn't notice, I've got a lot of sheep here that are fresh. I mean, if you think about the story, there was plenty of time between I'm leaving and I'm gone, is what I'm saying. Because all those babies are born in front of those stripy sticks. Mm-hmm. So, lots of time. I don't know animal gestation, but I don't think it's like an afternoon. So, um, yeah, he catches up. He's like, well, you could at least give me a chance to kiss my daughters goodbye. And, oh, one more thing, you slippery little liar. What's with ransacking my house and stealing my gods? You know what? I thought you were pretty awful. But I don't think you get this awful. Those are my bowling trophies. Those are my old tapes. <laughs> That's my Ken Griffey Jr. card from 1993. Listen, that Griffey card, I traveled all the way to Seattle to get that bad boy signed. And he's like, what? Are you t- I didn't touch your stinking bowling trophies, man. I don't want your bowling trophies. He goes, listen. I'm going to give you one last chance for I lop that old lion lid off your head to give me back my gods. And Rachel's getting a little nervous because she realizes, yeah, she stole them, but she didn't tell Jacob that she stole them. So she's like, she does like this thing where she grabs her tummy and goes like, oh, like, oh, I think I might have an accident or like, I think I might have tummy troubles. And she slips off to her tent. While they're having this intense argument. And she makes sure all the gods that she stole. The the tapes. The cards. All the trophies. Are now stuffed in her camel satchel. Right there in a big heap. Uh, with a pillow over it. Like a so little... she's super bitter at her dad. Oh she's mad at how this all went down. Maybe it was when him, he was like telling him how hard he worked for him. And how he lied all the time about stuff. So anyways. Um, she, she goes back. She's like. Right now, just gotta put this here, hide it under the rug. Okay. Oh god, that's a big bump. You know, it's like a it's like a camel hump in the middle of the ground. So she throws a pillow on top of that, throws like the camel camel saddle on top of it, and just sits on it. Like this is her little throne. Like you maybe he won't look under me, you know. It's really childish. Like it's what a kid does when they're hiding something. Right. But they're having this argument, and finally it does kind of escalate as Laban's like you give them back, I'm serious. And he goes, man, why don't you just go look around if you're so convinced? Look, go ahead, root through all my stuff. Maybe the kids took them. I don't know, but look. So he goes, that's exactly what I'm about to do. So he does. And he goes through every tent. And finally, he comes to Rachel's tent. And what does he find inside but a giant, giant pile in the middle of the room? Of a camel saddle and pillows and stuff. All the stuff she's hidden it under. And she's sitting atop it like this. Oh, my stomach. Oh, my tum-tum. Oh, and he's like, daughter. Because he's just super disappointed with how she slipped away like that. And she's like, hey, dad. And he's like, now my mage is looking for the things that are most precious in my life. And she's like, and, and that she, happens to not be me. Goes, uh, that's it. She's like, I guess that's not me. Oh, and he goes, of course, you're important to me. What, what's your belly aching about? And she's like, oh, you, you wouldn't care anymore, would you? And he's like, what are you talking about? Wouldn't care. Raised you, didn't I? And he's still rooting around. And he's finally getting to like the center of the room where a great pile has been formed that looks roughly the size of a bunch of bowling trophies, tapes, and baseball cards. And he's like, and he looks and his daughter's got a little tear running down her face. She's like, 
good to know you still care. And he goes, of course I do. Oh, I'm going to miss you. And she goes, you don't get too close. I'm very, I'm in a lot of pain. He goes, oh yeah, what's the matter? And she goes, I just can't be troubled to move. I'm in such agony. Lady time, you understand. <laughs> and he goes, ooh. This is where he was always a little, he struggled a bit as a dad. And he's like, oh, right. Yeah. Oof. I bet that's pretty bad, huh? I'm going to go now. And she's like, yeah, if you want, you could rub my back, maybe. He's like, nah, nah, I'm not going to do that. I think I'm going to pop on back outside. Yeah. Oh, it's so unfortunate. Oh, and he just kind of <laughs> leaks out the back, like just really uncomfortable. Like, and she's just like, wink, nailed it, nailed it, like got him. He hates talking about lady stuff. That oh, old creep. She pulls a Zach. She Morris just Zach Morris him so hard, and he's just like out of the tent, looking sheepish, and goes, "Well, I'll be damned." Turns out you didn't steal my bowling trophies. Turns out you didn't steal my tapes and my baseball cards. And he's like, I told you, you imbecile. If you want to know what happened to your gods, I can tell you. The one true god probably struck them down. You're, you're a ridiculous nine gods. The one true god, my god, the god of my ancestors, most likely. If anything happened to your junk, besides it probably just being lost in your hovel of a home, is that god probably saw how poorly you treated me. That's right. God saw how hard I worked for you, for your sloven ways, and decided, you know what? Maybe there's a, there's something to this. You know what? God looked upon me and determined, you know what? This this good boy, this great man, tr- stumbles out of bed and into the kitchen, pours himself a cup of hot ambition and, you know, yawning and stretching, just trying to come to life to work for this ape person, jumps in the shower and blood starts pumping out in the streets. Traffic starts jumping with folks like me on the job from nine to five. That's right. Wait a minute. People like me. People like me working nine to five. What a way to make a living, right? Just Wait. just barely getting by. It's all taken and no giving, Laban. That was your problem. You always took. You never gave. Wait a minute. Wait you, just, a minute. You, just, you just use my mind. Never give Give me credit. And that's enough to drive you crazy if you let it. But I didn't. <laughs> I persisted. I tell you. Nine to five. Of service and devotion. What? Is that Dolly Parton? Oh. Right, wait. She said it, but it's in the Bible. I think. <laughs> Nine to five. <laughs> that's what he, that's basically what he does is he lays into like a soliloquy of how hard um, he's, he's been, been working. 20 and, years. And, and just like Dolly Parton in the ladies in nine to five, the, Laban's just been using all of his good ideas and his wisdom and making him work hard to get to, to, to enrich himself. Uh, you'd think you deserve a fair promotion, want to move ahead, but the boss won't seem to let me. I swear sometimes that man is out to get me, is what Dolly said, imitating, you know, Jacob, which is what the sentiment is. So in any case, totally. that's what happens. So that's what happened with him. And what happens now is the real meat of this. Basically, Laban's like, well... See ya. Bye. I guess no one loves me anymore. And he rides off. Let's make a covenant. Does he? They make a I covenant. forgot that. Oh, is it that? Oh, because he... They make a covenant. They pretty much draw a line in the sand and, and they, they agree to sort of disagree. They agree. He said, I'm going to, you know, this pillar or whatever we make, I'll stay on this side, you stay on that side. Let's go our separate ways. 
But then, so they just agree they're not going to run into each other. Totally. Like, it's not that different from a lot of in-law situations, I imagine. Like, look, I'm not going to come to your house and burn it down, but I'm not that interested in hanging out there anymore. Totally. It's sad, but this yeah. is, the, the Bible sometimes, you know, it's spot on. But yeah. anyways, the most important story is coming now. This is the big one. Yep. He's finally back on the road again. Like, it's done. The Laban story is over. Like, 14 flipping years. 20 years. 20 years of this nonsense. I'm not reading that. But anyways, a lot of years of this nonsense that he's been putting up with Laban, taking his ideas, prospering off of all of his blessings. So he's finally going to get to go home. Finally, he can get back to it. But what's he forgot? Why did he leave in the first place? Why did he leave, Lauren? Pop quiz. Why did he go to Laban's house in the first place? To find a wife, right? Get, but also because what was happening at home was... He had Brock Hardbody after him. Brock Hardbody. His brother Esau. Esau was so mad. And he had vowed he was going to run off, start his own tribe, his own family, with the descendants of his of his dad's uh, like children he forsake. Yeah. So anyways, that's what he's going to do. So the story next time. Next time, yeah. This is a kind of short one. This is a short episode, but... We'll do more. But the next episode will be about the... Esau Esau on the trail. Yep, and Jacob has a little wrestling match. Uh, Yeah, Jacob also, like, pees his pants. He's so scared because Brock Hart... He completely forgot about this. Brock Hart body and his 400 men. Yep. Cool, cool. All right, well, thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Since we're besties now, could you do us a favor? Visit iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Also, be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Twitter and visit us at BibleBesties.com for exclusive content.